Kinsey, Pax, and Roland are in the Badlands. Uh, they finish up their business with the town of Soldina after saving Kinsey's uh, mom from Kinsey's dad and getting involved in a nomad turf war. Um, and uh, they then headed eastward uh, towards the town of Las Brasas because uh, during their journeys they found a uh, letter on a dead man uh, who and it was a letter that seemed to be written to a woman in Las Brasas um, on their way uh, eastward um, they became besieged almost by a snallygaster a terrible dragon of the night uh, type creature um, that um, almost ate Kinsey a little bit. Oh yeah, came very close. Yeah, yeah it came yeah. very close to eating Kinsey only through Roland's insane driving capabilities and Pax's otherworldly strength. Were they able to uh, get to Kinsey in time and extricate him from the massive tentacles of the Snallygaster? And then from there, they were able to do enough damage to it that it seemed to pull away for a time. And then they drove like crazy for a really long time overnight every night for a while until they got out of snallygaster territory um you are heading eastward um there uh there's basically a mountain range in between you and las brasas it's the it's the punched peaks uh and um on this side your side of the punched peaks uh there is a trade depot um, slash settlement known as Tobias Station. Uh, and you guys are about two to three days out from Tobias Station at this moment. Um, is anyone getting up and uh, getting into anything during the during that journey? The uh, two to three days between here and Tobias Station? Or are you guys not interested in stopping by Tobias Station? You just want to drive all the way around the Punch Peaks without, you know, stopping for, for gas? Hey, speaking of which, hey, Roland. <laughs> we should probably get gas, just in case. <laughs> go ahead, go it's, ahead. It's so hard to tell on Manifest how much gas is in the tank. <laughs> you never, it feels like just variable amounts of time you can go before you even have to check. Um... Did you have premium fuel or just like regular gas? Uh, it was just it was just regular because it's just for Cho's truck. Well, we're out of it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so if you don't get gas this session, wherever your vehicle is, it will run out of gas and become uh, useless. <laughs> I feel like we should stop at Tobias Station. I don't know. That's a yeah, good you know. idea. <laughs> We should probably tell him about that plane that crashed in the desert and for no other reason. <laughs> yeah, they also found a plane crashed in the desert. <laughs> that did happen, yes. Um, if it, we're, we're like out of Snallygaster. The Snally's, the, the Night Dragon Zone? We're out yes. of the Night Dragon you, Zone. Right? No longer yeah, yeah, probably, I mean, <laughs> we could wait around and find out if you want to. But... Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, if it's, if it's safe, um, I'll probably start spending some downtime working on some things that I've got in my crafting journal. Here yes. on this fresh character sheet. Absolutely. This fresh, Must crisp, unmarked nice. character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> For reference, I'm sure your, your, your sheet used to look something uh, like a this. Little, a little oh, yeah, yeah. So, this yeah. is mine. It's like, 
totally, totally <laughs> wrecked. Everywhere. I'm race through on like three points. Yeah, quick. Yeah. That sounds like a paper problem, not a problem with the sheet. Look, no, you can't take you not printing out your sheet. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good character sheet, but paper is weak. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh so what do you want to what do you want to work on during this time you let pax take the wheel for a bit um okay remind me let's see so a class two so it's a couple days so i could probably finish a class two thing or i could finish a class three thing with my omni tool in the three days yeah right yep yep, yep. if you were long <clears throat> enough yeah Okay, I uh, I want to build the better seatbelts and the improved steering for the car, but we have downtime, and there's enough time that I could finish this whole mag belt that Pax wants. <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, yeah, so I start building a mag belt. Cool. What's that? A, that's a class three or class four item? It is a class three. Okay, perfect. Um, how many cubes of each kind does it take? Um... But didn't you, you already started on it, so you spent the cubes. No. Oh, you haven't even started on it. No, I just wrote down a bunch of things that I knew I wanted to make. Got it. So this is your first roll on this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so the mag belt is going to take uh, three machinery cubes and six tech cubes. Oh, that's easy. Easy. And then uh, since it's, it's your first roll, were you wanting to cut corners on this, or were you wanting to? Ah. Okay. Um, and since tech is the primary resource, uh, you can either roll uh, technology um, or machinery at a minus two. Um, I will roll technology because I'm better at it. And so each roll will take about a day and a half time. Uh, since your Omni tool uh, makes it so you can do this a little bit faster than normal. Um, and you're... Hey, I'm going to spend some gray here. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will uh, play to the gallery. Or actually, it's the same. I just, I twist the knife. Okay. Um, uh, I have six hits. I do it. That's all you do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, because you rolled a number of times well below the failure threshold <laughs> um uh you make an excellent quality mag belt um so uh the mag belt um creates a magnetic based uh gravity field around the wearer and when it uh when you activate the mag belt it all alters the wearer's center of gravity to the uh to an adjacent body of metal um this allows users to walk on walls and ceilings made out of metals as if it were natural ground um as an added benefit uh, the wearer becomes incredibly difficult to knock down or lift away from said metal surface. Um, so while your mag belt is activated and you are attached to a piece of uh, a metal, whether it be normal ground or a wall or a car or whatever, um, because it is an excellent quality, um, any uh, tests that attempt to knock you down or pull you away, Pax, are at a minus four. Cool. Hey, I. Uh, it turns out I had... I had like a third of a mag belt over here and a third of a mag belt over there. And I had just never, never the twain had met. Um, so then I built a buckle and here you go. Oh, 
Roland? Thanks. I mean, I know I asked for it, but, like, I didn't think that you were going to give me anything. Well, you know, it's... You seemed very happy, leaping from car to car. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy. I'm gonna... I'm, since I'm, I'm, and we built that trailer, I'm so excited. But... I'm just gonna... I could do laps. Do you think I could do laps? You know, um... I, I don't think you couldn't. <laughs> whether or not you should... Who's to say? <laughs> That's great. Well, thanks. It's been a minute since anybody's got me anything, that, and that that's really nice. Yeah, it's pretty much since that bill I made you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, um, Kinsey, there's a thing back there for you. <laughs> yeah, you like you look down and like under the like, like kind of squashed and under the like driver's seat, there's like a a brown paper like thing with like a really like it's like a half a bow like um, and it's like it's like um, it's like that box in Ace Ventura at the very beginning. Like that's kind of what it looks like. Sure. <laughs> totally smashed up. <laughs> uh oh, is this is this it? Nah, I go ahead and open it. Yeah. Um Yeah. So uh it is it's got um a a pair of shoes, a a <laughs> jacket, and uh and uh uh like a ruffly shirt and and a tie. And a um, and uh, like a poncho. It's for me. Yeah, yeah. I well, I mean, I didn't make them, you know. But but yeah, no, I uh, well, I kind of made them because I stole them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could you could say there was some work involved. Yeah. Um. So, so I stole them from your dad because, <laughs> because like, if you wanted, you could, you could, like, he was a jerk and we hate him and we killed him. Right? But, um, you know, I wish I had something from my dad who was a really good guy. Um, and Um, and um and like and like he had like really good taste for dressing even if it doesn't and so i thought maybe even though like he's still a part of you and there was you know like i took the best parts of him which was his clothes and and like i felt like there was like um like a, a simile? Is a, a simile right? I don't know. I um, don't know either. No. Oh. <laughs> the sentence you've said so far. <laughs> that, like, you know, because it's like, like his shoes and you're his son and like, there's like a, sh- like a, you wear his shoes. Metaf- metaphor? That sounds better, actually. It's still not really. 
<laughs> well, he became like a really good leader. Well, not a really good leader, but a leader. And you were like, I want to be a, a leader someday. And like, I could be the leader of this pack. And, and you can be because you have his shoes. Or something. <laughs> also, Kinsey, you're like kind of like trying on, like you're testing it. And you know, you're like, oh, you hold up the ruffle and it looks like it might mm-hmm. fit. The the jacket may need to get let loose a little bit to like fit your shoulders. You know, may need some alterations, but sure. you're actually not bad with a needle and thread. So you could probably like augment these to fit you a little bit better. Um, but uh, you throw on the poncho uh, and it kind of like hangs nice and and good on your shoulders uh, you notice it's got like kind of like grooves in the fabric and mm-hmm. uh there's like these little like parts of it that are um uh that kind of for one thing kind of weigh it down a little bit like these things within the fabric mm-hmm. and also are like kind of like hard and as you go to fiddle with some of them uh your thumb slides on a on a like a control and the these like little lights light up on uh various parts of the poncho where these like kind of like discs are sewn into the fabric and that light like moves up and down uh, those grooves that you saw throughout the poncho. And you watch as it like replicates the chair that you're sitting in uh, <gasps> and like and like cloaks you against the like the terrain you're in, like basically making uh, camouflage as this is a photo replicant poncho. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an invisible poncho. Yeah, I. I thought that that would be good for you because you're kind of really bad at sneaking. I'm really bad at sneaking. Yeah, you're so bad, and I like, can't teach it to you to be better. But, like, <laughs> you're beyond. I might not be able to be quiet, but at least they can't like see me more or less. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right. So, like it could put. Yeah. Thank um, you so so much, Addy. Do you remember what the uh, quality was of that? Three. Uh, it's an excellent quality photo replicant poncho. Okay, so right. um, uh, utilizing fibers from some of Manifest's natural wildlife, photo replicant ponchos um, uh, uh, integrate with these sensors to basically create this like camouflage, um, uh, creating both the uh, uh, mimicry of the color and texture of the scenery around you. Hmm. Um, when it is active, um, all Anyone who's trying to see you is at a minus one to see you. Uh, and because it's an excellent quality photo replicant poncho, you, when you're using it, you get a plus three to any sneak tests to avoid being seen. All right. Um, and Pax has got like a big old smile on her face. Like she's waiting for you to like find the next thing okay (laughs) but there's nothing else in the box (laughs) (laughs) well well thank you so much this is this is incredible i say and i I kind of like put the box on the dashboard no there's there's one more thing in there i open the box and kind of like turn it upside down um oh no oh wait (gasps) shoot uh, and I like reach into like my boot and like while I'm driving and we swerve a little bit and then okay. I, um, and I come out. <laughs> Roland just I, casually catches the wheel. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I, out of my boot, I, I, there is a, 
not my sock, but a sock wrapped like other thing that I got for you. Oh. Got. <laughs> I open it up. It's a it's a it's a rate it's a walkie talkie. <laughs> do, do you have the other one? No. <laughs> but your sister does. Whoa! Is it so is this like a long range walkie talkie or just when oh. No, but when they're close, you'll be able to hear the static. And because, you know, it's the one that I um, pulled off that guy that I um, jetpacked to the ground. Um, and, like, it was the only thing that was salvageable off of him. It's his radio. And I've kept it. And I thought maybe, you know, because, like, it's like your family. Because, you know, like, you left your family to be with us, which is weird. And then, like, <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah. This is amazing. Does it have, like, a a crank charge, or how, how am I going to keep this thing charged? It's manifest, it just works. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little solar panel. I'll be sure to, to keep this out. I'll, I'll leave it on all the that time. I never know where done one, eight months ago, it's fine for a year. <laughs> <laughs> This is incredible. Thank you so so much, Bags. This You're welcome. means so much. You're you're my best friend in our group of friends. <laughs> oh Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so touched by this. Yeah, you and Roland are equally my best friends in our little group. Be oh Roland also can you grab Roland? It's also it's it's behind yours. Oh, sure. I dig around and I, I, I pass it rolling. Okay. It is a similarly just like malformed box. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, you, you open it up uh, and there's a bunch of maps and papers. Okay. And a bunch of maps and papers. <laughs> you, can, you can put Kernigs in front of it. Got it. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, and a poor quality medium firearm <laughs> and 18 spurs. Okay, <laughs> <Yay>! a bad gun. <laughs> I don't expect you to fire it anyway. I've never had, I've never written just the Roman numeral one next to a, a piece of gear I own and it's been used on manifest. <laughs> well, you know, you spend some machinery cubes on it, you can increase its quality. I have one. <laughs> this is very nice, Pax. All of this is wonderful. Yeah. I also, so um, there's another thing. But it's kind of I gave I kind of gave it to Umbra, so I'm sorry. Um, but Umbra looked cold and like he needed a blanket, so I gave him the blanket I stole for you. But I stole a blanket for you. <laughs> I I very much appreciate the thought. Can I give you just a tip for the future? 
if you've already given away a gift for someone else, you can just not tell them. Well, we could wash it, and then it could be yours again. <laughs> like, at that moment, you, like, look in the rearview mirror, and you see, like, through the slots in the, uh, in the wagon, um, uh, Umbra's is, like, shifting around and like sits down and then like kind of rolls and shifts and you watch as one of the horn one of his antlers just tears a massive hole in the blanket <laughs> <laughs> or i could get you a different one <laughs> if you want to that's great please don't feel obligated to this is this is lovely i say holding up the spurs and the maps and papers <laughs> i don't know i thought you know you could read them or something. No, I, I will. I'm being genuine. Okay, I just, well, you know, you never can tell. <laughs> I, I know. It's a professional hazard, I get it. <laughs> so there's like a day and a half left, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a day and a half left between here and Tobias Station. Cool, I make more stuff. <laughs> Uh, I would also, like to work on. To, the... If you wanted to salvage the medium firearm, you could get a couple machinery cubes out of it. Uh, yeah, I'll do that if it's not going to take too long. No, no. Uh, let me see. It's a class three item. Uh, so salvaging it with your Omni tool will take an hour and a half. I do it. Okay, you don't have to, uh, or well, you, know, you do have to roll for it. I just know that you'll get it. But go ahead. <laughs> it's machinery, yeah? Yep. Did you get at least two successes? Hold on. I rolled phenomenally badly, but the truly oh. enormous reliability from the Omni tool and then my aid and finesse means yes. Cool. You get, you've, you've salvaged, you can remove that from your inventory and, and have two machinery cubes for it. Yeah, I rolled, like, just straight down the line, like, 13, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> oh, my God. Left. Uh, okay, you said two? Yep. Cool. I would like to work on the safety features of this car, by uh, which I mean making new safety features for this car. Okay. Uh, is that, uh, so yeah, so how many cubes, and is it technology or machinery? Um, so it's surely machinery. Um, it's going to take three machinery cubes. Uh, it's a class. Sorry, how many? Uh, three machinery cubes, and it's a class two item. Yeah. That's less cubes than I anticipated. That's great. Um, does vehicle mechanic apply to this? Yes, because it's a vehicle mod. Cool. How many hits is the success on a class two? Four. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll just spend two grit, twist the knife, get it done. Cool. You do so in six hours. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we, we pull over for <laughs> for the night. <laughs> okay, now, no one be mad. We haven't had airbags the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Kachink, kachink, as he installs them. <laughs> hey, hey, Roland, when your car doesn't have safety features, but no one noticed, and then you give it no, safety it did, features, it did. These you are don't better. have to tell anyone. <laughs> no, see, here's the thing: it had seatbelts. 
but they made the seatbelt so bad there wasn't room to put airbags in. So I've made them better. It's sort of a brag, you see. And that's why I had to tell everyone. Got it. You notice that Roland has like a quick release, like four strap like harness, like that like converges in an X on his chest. You can just like press it and get out of the car instantly. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I know mechanically what I've done is I've ripped out the old safety features and put in new safety features. I'm just going to add the three sure. next to yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you and gain now, an extra mod point. And now, now I put in the improved steering because there's room for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, improved steering. Uh, oh, that is the wrong spot. Uh, improved steering is going to take up four machinery cubes. It's a class two item. Cool. All right. I am out of my personal cubes, but it was worth it. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, wait, was it? It was four? I actually maybe didn't need to spend the grid on that one because I had. No, I would have had to play to the gallery for that to explode. That's okay. Um, cool. I will uh, twist the knife, get it done. All right. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, early that that day, you pull over for a second. Everyone, like, you know, relieves himself on the side of the road. Kinsey puts a, like, starts up a little fire. You eat some food. And during that time, Roland has basically removed the entire dashboard of the car and is, like, just, like, making slight tweaks to the lines that go to the steering wheel and to it's the, the and to the, down the line, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Your, all of your handling uh, throughout your entire acceleration track on your vehicle, uh, you get a plus one on everything. On the handling. Um, yeah, and then he, he like, goes back and, and finally fine-tunes those two, like, hover pods that he reattached after they got, like, damaged, and he, like, finds a way to make them more efficient and have a little bit more power. Okay. The car is done. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you continue on your way. Uh, to, to buy a station and about not too long after this actually not not too long after Roland makes the final touches on the car um, uh, you're a little less than a day out from to buy a station basically you'll be there by the end of today um, it's still relatively early in the day maybe you know uh, around midday and um, as you're driving, uh, you know, Kinsey is, of course, I assume, listening to some music. Um, uh, you have, uh, <laughs> you have, uh, what is it, Joey Rivers uh, uh, playing out of, like, somber tomb as you, like, drive over the expansive, like, Badlands. Um, uh, shoot, what was the one? Uh, <laughs> My loneliness is killing me <laughs> I must confess I still believe when I'm not with you I lose my mind give me a sign 
<laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> uh, and uh, over the sound of that, um, I don't know if Roland and Pax have uh, employed their noise-canceling uh, earbuds at this moment. Um, it's a gentler tune than than uh, than a Bobby Klein uh, jaunty song. I've been thinking about this because Roland doesn't hate music. I think he <laughs> hates Bobby Klein. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little bit like it, you know, it's 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 got a little bit more soul to it. Um, and uh, over the sound of that that music kind of coming off of Kinsey's uh, uh, player, uh, you hear. Roll down the window. Gotta get stuff good. We'll fold down the <laughs> weapons rack. Put all the things on. <laughs> uh, and uh, you look uh, a little to the north, and you see um, standing on a on a rocky outcropping. Uh, there's a, a beleaguered-looking man. You can't really make out a lot of detail from this distance, but he seems to have seen the dust cloud your car's been kicking up. Um, and he is waving his hands frantically, and then he slips a little bit and then, like, pulls back as you see uh, the uh, movement at the base of this rocky outcropping. Um, and you're not 100% sure what it is at first, but when you kind of draw your attention a little bit more to it, you realize he is surrounded by axe handle hounds. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, and one just tried to like get a bite of his ankle as he like scrambled back up onto the onto the, like this pointed rock that he's found uh, uh, safety on top of. Yeah, well, guess I better climb in the back and uh, shoot some things, right? <laughs> we might. This is crazy, I know, coming from me, but we might be able to just get to him without killing all those guys. Those little... Um, the murder dogs. Murder dogs, yeah. I'm also glad to hear you say that. I've always been partial to accidental hounds myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've definitely almost been killed by them before, but like... Well. And that that's not <laughs> probably um, not the same hounds. Um, but but I bet you we could we could get them to like I have my my footbridge. Okay. We could maybe get them to walk across the footbridge to us. I don't know. I don't know if they could like kill. I mean, the car. they can jump. Yes. I mean, I don't. I say as I'm like starting to just drive a circle around this as we figure out our plan of attack. Please! Ah. <laughs> I'll hold on a minute, we're figuring it out. Please <laughs> don't take too long. <laughs> we could I mean, probably like drive up and you could like shoot your guns a bunch just like in the air. I don't. No, enough I'm not opposed them. to killing them. I just like that's can, a lot of them. Can I make a survival roll to see if I can just scare them off? Uh, well, to do something like that, it would be a wrangle roll, unless you're just wanting to roll a survival to see if it is feasible for people to yes. scare off axe handles. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll. So. And uh, this definitely is experienced traveler, so you get your plus two for recalling an aspect of nature. Thank you very much. 
Don't worry. We're very capable. <laughs> We're figuring it out. <laughs> You're doing great. That's uh, three hits. Uh, yeah, so um, you, I mean, you know that accidental hounds are ultimately scavengers. Uh, by a look, this man seems to be alone. They probably, like, ambushed him at night. It's possible he's been up there all morning. Um, uh, you count about six of them, and you think um, if you're able, there's a chance, like, if you just, like, drive at them and shoot your guns a bit, they might run off, but definitely if you wound a couple of them, they'll, they'll, there's a decent chance that they'll, they'll run off. They're not, they're not, like, so, unless they're really hungry, they're not gonna, the six of them are not gonna take on a car and three drifters just to try and eat this guy. <laughs> uh, are there any pups among them? Um, you, like, looking, you think that one of them might be, one or two of them might be, like, adolescent, but uh, definitely not pups. This is, this is more of a, a hunting. Within family. the, I guess, the first year and a half? Um, n- no, probably not. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, then I'm going to try and shoot shoot in the air around them and maybe hit one in, like, the belly where it wouldn't actually, like, hurt him. Sure, sure. Okay, go ahead and take or a shot. maim him, rather. Sure. All right. Yeah, and I suppose, uh, any... uh, go ahead and take a minus two for a called shot here. Right. Yeah, um, I was wondering. And, uh, yeah, and Roland, you got smooth driver, right? So I don't. Oh, so, uh, so another minus one because you're shooting out of a moving car. Right, sure. Okay, that's, that's great. Thank you. You don't have shoot. I mean, I guess I knew that. Weird. I got street racing chops, not battle driver chops. <laughs> uh, well, that is five successes with a high of an 11. Okay. You killed that guy. <laughs> Did I say five? I meant four, sorry. Can only roll four, guys. Uh, how many net successes over an eight? An eight? Perfect. Uh, well, not perfect, but two. Alright, how much damage is that? Altogether, that is a ten damage. Any armor piercing? Uh, sorry, with two piercing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Kinsey leans out of the car as Roland's, like, uh, swerving back around, um, and then one of the, like, a couple of the hounds, like, break off to, like, take a look at you guys and try to, like, size you up, and you just take a shot and, like, clip one of them in, like, the meaty part of its, like, shoulder, and it's, like, kind of, like, scaly hide, like, breaks off, uh, and it, like, lets out a yelp, and then two others, like, turn and see this, and, um, three of the six, uh, axe handle hounds charge the car. Oh, great. Perfect. So they must be pretty hungry then. Uh, Roland, go ahead and roll a defense test for the car. (laughs) And it's, it's not speed based, right? Correct. It's not very good. It's not terrible, though. It's an eight. 
Okay. Um, oh, you're up against an 11. So oh, I have an 8. So that's <laughs> some of mine. Um, and yeah, you the car takes maybe not much damage, depending on its toughness. Uh, four damage with three armor piercing. Uh, I think what you mean is a uh, big old zilch. <laughs> cool. Um, so that's attack one. I'm going to do two more attacks for them. As all three axe handles attempt to ram their heads into the side of this car. Oh, right. Uh, 17. This one is at a 16. No, that is a 16. Okay, cool. That one, that one misses. And then the final... Uh, uh, an 11. I have a 9. Uh, yeah, so um, these three axe handles rush at you. Uh, Roland, you like kind of like fishtail. You're like, I guess I don't want to run them over. They didn't seem to want to run them over. <laughs> <laughs> also, like I just fixed up the paint job. I don't really want to like get it stuck in the undercarriage or anything like that. So you swerve through. One of them kind of bumps up but doesn't manage to like hit uh, the the car with like its wedge shaped head instead it like skims up against and like kind of bounces off of the door uh, leaving like basically no mark except for like a like a dirt smudge on like the side of the car um, and uh, and then the other ones like both leap forward trying to like slam their heads into the side of the car but they seem to miss both times as you kind of like fishtail through them uh, and then at this point the other three like break off um and uh roland you're like driving off and spinning around and let's do uh let's do a teamwork intimidation or wrangle i love that it can be either, either or uh either intimidation or wrangle um, between oh, Susie so and roland sure can i <laughs> roll drive to intimidate no <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, do we have to roll the same thing? It doesn't matter for me. It doesn't. No, no, no. I'm, I'm letting you teamwork either of those skills together. I tell you what, I'm not going to intimidate these animals with my knowledge and ability to work with animals. <laughs> hey, that's two hits on intimidate. That's a plus two for you, Kinsey. Mm, that's definitely not for Kinsey. Oh, it's about to do for me. Sorry, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know animals, but I do know chicken. <laughs> I've got a high 12. Okay. Uh, how many neck successes over a six? Oh, perfect. Well, that's two neck successes. Cool, yeah. Uh, so they kind of like start forming they kind of pull their attention off of this guy on the rock and they look to look to you as you as the cards like swinging around and like rolling you mean mug uh like the one that bounced off of your driver's side door and kinsey like the light of the sun like glints off of like your scope as you're lining up like another shot and like one of them is like uh kind of like barks at the other ones and then they uh they kind of scatter and start like running off uh uh like onto the horizon to try and get away from you not that it matters, but narratively, I am shooting with my pistol because my medium firearm is still busted out. Uh, You've had so much time. I well, I kept. I was thinking about like popping and being like, I'm going to fix my gun too, but that seemed like a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they go running off. Boom! Well, action. You pull up to this rock. 
uh, Umbra's uh, uh, like banging on the on trying to like get out of the wagon. Oh, I'd go back and let him out. Uh, as the car's like coming to a stop, Kinsey kind of hops and like uh, uh, like stumbles just a little bit as he makes his way out of the moving vehicle. And as soon as you like unlatch the wagon, just the door flies open and Umbra goes chasing after the the axe handles. (laughs) Come, come, where are you going? Come on! Oh my god! (laughs) Thank you, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm going to pop open the ladder and oh. so he can like. Yes. Thank you very him. much. You see this guy is uh, probably early fifties, maybe mid fifties. Um, uh, he seems like pretty like healthy built uh, for his age. Um, he's got gray and his like dreadlocks that are like pulled back. Um, he's wearing kind of like a little like the cleanliness of his clothes implies that he's not an outdoorsman. <laughs> yeah. Um uh but he is he is like well equipped at least to be outside. Uh, he's got like a canteen and like a little bit of like light armor uh and he's making he's like like makes his way down looking really weak as he does. Um uh you see his lips are cracked and and uh like super dry. Um, and, like, his skin on his, like, forehead and his, like, cheeks are, like, just starting to, like, dry out enough to, like, crack and peel. Um. Some water here for you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and he, he grabs the water canteen, like, takes a small sip out of it and, like, coughs a little bit. He goes, Granger. Dr. Anton Granger. At your service. Pleasure to meet you. Thank it you. looks like we're at your service here. I, I appreciate it. They snuck up on me, my motorcycle, he gestures, and you see there is a, a overturned motorcycle uh, not too far from this rock, uh, nearby what looks like a completely like flattened like camp. <laughs> my motorcycle yeah. ran out of gas, and I was trying to you know, tune it up and get something to go, and they just they came at me. I don't know where they've been up. I, I had to have been up there on that rock for... At least 12 hours. Sounds real bad. Well, um, we're headed to, uh, to buy a station, and I have a recently vacated trailer, if you want to. Yes, oh, of course, uh, that's fortuitous. I come from Tobias Station. He takes another sip of water and, like, corks the canteen and hands it to you, Kinsey. Um, and uh, he goes... Oh. My samples! And he rushes over towards his motorcycle uh, and his camp, and he's looking around, he's rummaging around, and as he gets to his motorcycle to, like, open up the saddlebags, he pulls back and goes, The bastards peed on it! Oh, the stench! And Yes, yes, they, they do that, uh, once they consider something theirs. Uh, Mr. McCharlotte, if, if, if I could borrow the canteen for a time longer. The, well... How close are we? <laughs> From Tobias, I would say uh, a handful of hours at the most, maybe maybe half a day's drive. I mean, that vehicle of yours looks fast. I mean, if it's half a day, sure. Uh, I could just carry them for you, but go ahead and pin some off. 
And he like splashes it on the saddlebag and then unlatches it and uh, pulls out uh, a, what looks like, um, uh, they're basically effectively like mason jars, but like slightly high tech mason jars. They have some LEDs in them. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he, he holds it up and looks and they seem to be intact and they're full of uh, what you can uh, surmise is dirt. And he's like, oh, oh, thank goodness. Otherwise this would have been for nothing. Uh, uh, yes, um, Mr. He says to you, Roland. Uh, Hollis, Roland Hollis. M Mr. Hollis, if if uh, I would I would absolutely appreciate uh, the use of your trailer for a time um, uh, uh, to house my motorcycle for the journey back to Tobias Station and whatever yeah, effects sure. I can salvage from this camp. Um, I do have to ask, anything that is covered in axe handle piss also goes in the trailer? I have a thing about stink in the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can I can agree to your disposition there, sir. Hardly a, an imposing request. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, and he begins, like, bundling up his camp, like, a little awkwardly. He does seem very fatigued um, as he does this, and he's very quickly being like, I don't need that, and, like, leaving, like, things behind as he starts piling things up on his motorcycle. <laughs> Is there anything useful that he's leaving behind that he might want to come back and get? Um, from what you can tell, it looks like probably amounts to maybe a couple machinery cubes and a tech cube worth of stuff. No. I'll go ahead and pee on that then. You're going to pee, pee on his camp? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, so he's a... He's, like, putting stuff on his, on his thing and he, like, scratches his head and looks and then he just turns and sees Kinsey just, like, sitting there urinating on a tent. <laughs> <laughs> This, I think you might want to come back and get this, so I thought I might you know, claim it like an accidental hound, you know? <laughs> what? You can't... Why would you do that instead of grab it and put it in the trailer? Why is that <laughs> your first thought? <laughs> the, I don't want the entire trailer to smell like pee, you know? It, it's, going to, it's going to stress Umbra out. And then Kinsey we finishes. We it not before the axe sandals can. You know they like to play with this sort of stuff. Just no, toss it between each other. Wait, Kinsey, where do you think these hounds are going? Do you think they're coming with us in the trailer? Really, it's it's no bother. It's it's no bother at all. I was leaving it behind anyways. Um, uh, could someone, and he says, like, kind of like trying to wheel his motorcycle over towards the trailer. Look, I'll help him out. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. McSharlotte. No. Of um, course. And as he like you load it into the trailer and kind of lean it, he like like sets in like a pant and then like looks and sees you uh, standing there, Pax. And he goes, oh, "Doctor Anton Granger." And he reaches out a hand. Hi. He shakes your hand. Uh, no. Oh no, you don't. You don't shake. <laughs> he like holds out his hand for a second longer and he goes, "Right, of course." Uh, and he lowers. I his like hand. take out my canteen and just like toss it to him. And then I put on my it. new belt and I like walk up the side of the trailer and sit next to my drone. <laughs> he like fumbles with it and then like picks it up and looks back. He didn't seem to hear you move and he like looks around for you for a second and then catches you as you're like casually like walking up onto the ceiling or onto the roof of this thing. And then you sit down and he goes, all right. Um, Again, thank you so much. 
Um, uh, yeah, Tobias Station. I, I'm sure you you know the way if you're heading there already, but uh, it's this this way. We can we can make. I don't need the rest of that. Uh, is your is your jackalope going to be okay out there in the wild, sir? Do we need to? Um, yeah, don't worry about him. And I give a. Uh, he, like, looks into, like, the horizon. There's already kind of heat waves. You've lost sight of Umbra for a second. And he goes, perhaps the wind caught and then, like, just, like, parting through the, like, heat waves. You see, like, a very happy-looking uh, Umbra, like, tongue, like, flapping out as he's, like, <laughs> and, and, like, ears flapping behind as he is quickly approaching and then like slides and like slams into the the uh trailer a little bit and he goes oh goodness me it's a fast one <laughs> he's, he's quite fast actually as a matter of fact why don't he seems to want to be out and about and i'd like to keep an eye on him why don't you hop in the cab and i guess pax is going to hang out on top of the trailer so i'll, I'll ride alongside <laughs> of course thank you again and he climbs into the uh, into the car. Yeah, real quick. Like, seems like probably he's not, but he's not like he's not a you know like a killer or like like a serial killer. His thing is he pretends to be in trouble. <laughs> you just kind of want to get a feel for whether or not yeah. that guy is uh, is hiding anything from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Uh, you're playing the player. You can roll manipulate to see if he's trying to manipulate you. Um, would, would empathetic get me the same information without it being an opposed role? Um, empathetic wouldn't let you know if he is deceiving you as far as anything he said or anything, but it would at least let you know if he, uh, is like nervous for a weird reason or if he's not as tired as he's letting on or any of those kind of mannerisms the, the dead cold eyes of a man who's killed before and will yeah again. yeah like if he like gets like a thrill when he's alone with you in the cab like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i'll roll empathetic then okay cool <laughs> uh it's personality or manipulate for empathetic uh, I believe it is just personality. I will double check. Yeah, it's personality. Cool. Okay. Okay, that's five hits. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you can, uh, you, like, look deep into this old man's soul. Uh, <laughs> uh, he is definitely as tired as he is letting on. Um, you actually think he might be thinking he is being a little braver than he is, right? He's, like, he, he like, maybe thinks that, like, he's, you know, like, oh, they're probably very impressed that I survived up there all by myself for this long, you know? Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, you get the sense of, uh, this man is not in a, being helpless is not his, like, standard position. Like, he is not some fool who came out here in the Badlands and is just, like, completely ill-equipped. You do think he is still ill-equipped, but not like, like, he's not gone out before and been successful. Um, uh, the way he speaks, the way he carries himself, you, you imagine that he is an educated man. Um, I mean, he's referred to himself as a doctor, but like, you know that that's not fake, right? Like, you know that like he actually probably has a real doctorate 
unlike some people. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I held the position of someone with a real doctrine. <laughs> and some would argue that that qualifies. Uh, you also... Um, uh, get the um, he is in, incredibly grateful uh, to the three of you and judging by the quality of his clothes and stuff you wouldn't necessarily think he's like super wealthy but he definitely has uh, being an educated man yourself you would gather that he probably has like money at his disposal to some degree uh, in fact that's echoed by the fact that as you get in the cab uh, he goes are the three of you drifters then and there's like the tone immediately. You're like, ah, this is a job interview. <laughs> We've been around, done a few things. Well, I, you surely, the way you handle this vehicle and the way your friend handles the gun, uh, and frankly, the imposing demeanor of the uh, of the woman on the uh, on the trailer back there, I. I I must uh, uh, assume you are a capable lot. Uh, I, I am, as I've said, in your debt, and I would uh, potentially have work for the three of you uh, down down the, the line if uh, you see fit to visit my my lab in Tobias Station in the lower levels. Uh, well, I mean, we were sort of just passing through on our way to um, deliver a letter, but... You know, depending on what it is, where it's headed, what you need done, you might be able to work something out. It's 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 menial labor labor at the worst. If anything, it just requires someone to not be uh, found so at the mercy of a mere six axe handle hounds. Someone with with a little bit more grit, uh, uh, who could who could hold their own and just traveling in these parts. It's it's more time than anything else uh, and distance traveled. I, uh, I'm a botanist, you see. Uh, and, um, well, I've been collecting soil samples. And I hope to uh, produce uh, uh, devices in my lab that will uh, uh, potentially infuse this, this land that is notorious for, for its... In hospitality, uh, and and enrich it to a point where perhaps greenhouses or farmlands could eventually be held here. I mean, manifest is growing in population every day, and more and more we find our uh, people uh, too crowded. And yet, there's large swaths of the badlands which could potentially become homes if uh, the land were just given the right push. At least, that's my hope. Okay, so you just need some people to go some places and pick up some dirt for you. Not necessarily. I have, uh, uh, I'll need you to, in a way, deposit some dirt. Into more dirt, as it were. Once I've had some time with it in my lab. Okay, I mean, listen, we go all over... You need us to drop some dirt off and you want to pay us to do it, we can probably do that. All right. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, we can discuss more details, of course, once I've had a, a rest. Did you mind if I, I nod off for a bit? I couldn't get a, a wink in edgewise with those axe handles clawing up at me. Yeah, that's fine. 
I appreciate it, young man. Thank you. And he uh, leans up uh, against uh, the, um, like, window and quickly just... <laughs> and your empathetic lets you know he is definitely very asleep. He's not very <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the Shall other I... things you get from empathetic is you think he might be a little bit of uh, uh, of an idealist. You think that maybe he's a little bit blinded by the concept of his uh, science and might not actually get what he thinks he's going to get from any of this kind of stuff. Uh, you think he's just uh, very enthusiastic and wants to test out his hypothesis and is would probably go risk his life again to do so if he had to. Tommy, he's a mock. You can say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, I mean, with Kinsey riding alongside and um, Pax, you're just sitting on the back of the... Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, With all of my weapons that I put on to save him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you drive the rest of the way to, to buy a station without any uh, anything else um, really happening. Uh, it gets a little bit later in the day, and uh, the punched peaks begin uh, closing in on the horizon. Um, these peaks, uh, famous for the folklore that surrounds them, uh, many of the mountaintops are like, have like weird shapes to them or like strangely flat. Um, there's uh, a lot of weird rock formations within these mountain ranges. Uh, the, the most notable of which is vi visible from this far away. Uh, it is uh, a rock formation known as the Southpaw. Um, which is um, a massive uh, mountainous peak that is rather thin at its base and then becomes wider at the center and then eventually comes to a normal mountainous like kind of conal top, at, uh, pointed top. At, uh, and the, uh, the legends around this, uh, these, these mountain ranges is that uh, Badlands Pete, uh, a figure of uh, a tall tale and folklore figure, um, uh, trained in these mountains and uh, instead of using like punching bags or trees or anything he punched the mountains themselves and Southpaw the reason uh, people the story behind why Southpaw is the reason or is that shape is because uh, it was like Badlands Pete's punching bag and he like whittled away at the base of a mountain <laughs> was Badlands Pete left handed too? Uh, so, I mean, you could roll lore probably to know a little bit more about Badlands, Pete, if you like. <laughs> I'm going to see why not. <laughs> what is my lore? I think famously he was quite good at punching with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> that part is known given, uh, without even a roll. <laughs> I've only got one hit anyway. Okay, um... Uh, you don't think he favored it. You don't remember if he's left-handed or right-handed, but you do remember, and you can kind of extrapolate given the name of the mountain there. Um, uh, you remember the story being something along the lines of like, he wanted to be as deadly with both hands. So he, he like, that was the mountain he used to like get the other hand up to snuff with his, with his, his power. Hand. But as the legend no. goes, he took a lasso and tied his right hand behind his back. <laughs> and punched the mountain to a to a point where it almost toppled over um yeah 
And I guess with one hit, Kinsey, you probably believe the stories. <laughs> and you don't know any other reason why the mountains might be these shapes. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. Um, so uh, as you continue moving uh, uh, towards the punched peaks, uh, they get closer. And uh, a decent way away from the punched peaks still, uh, uh, you do see um, a mesa um, uh kind of rise out of uh of the horizon and this mesa is uh tobias station uh tobias station is um as without any having anyone having to roll you would know that it is a, a trade hub one of the more prominent trade hubs in the badlands um uh and as you get close to this mesa you see that parts of Tobias Station uh, protrude from the cliff sides of this mesa. The station itself is built into the body of this mesa. Um, many of these carved out pods seem to be hangars. Um, uh, as you can see, a handful of like aircrafts uh, arriving and departing from these various ports on the side of the mesa. Um, in addition to that, there are other parts of the station that are built out on the ground adjacent to the mesa uh and there's actually a, a relatively large post office that's visible as one of these outer facilities it's built more like a large warehouse and it has an lrc tower built into the side of its frame um, and it's not the only lrc tower you see there's actually a couple that are protruding from both the mid levels uh and the top side of the mesa where there's buildings on on the top surface of the mesa as well um even as uh, from afar and as you get closer, you can see the, the Tobias station is humming with activity and traffic. I mean, the, just the journey, as soon as you can see it from a distance, you see dozens of uh, vehicles arrive and leave uh, uh, this area, uh, branching out all sorts of different ways. You actually pass by a few vehicles on your way in. Um, and uh, there's like aircrafts that kind of like rotate and, and like give it a pass and then swing back in to actually land when they're, when the airways are clear for them. Uh, and um, as you kind of roll up towards the bias station, um, you can easily identify the station workers by their um, kind of uh, burgundy red uh, dusters and um, uh, yellow kind of uh, hard hat helmets that they wear. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and I think as you crest up close towards Tobias Station, uh, kind of having to slow down a little bit to uh, deal with the amount of foot traffic and vehicle traffic in the area. Even like, not just like uh, aut like automated vehicles, you know, there's planes, there's cars, but there's also like, like, like hodags with massive like um, uh, amounts of like cargo on their back that kind of like lumber into the like post office on the outside or even into the station itself. And as you kind of like soak in the scene and uh, and see it, and um, uh, Anton Granger um, uh, wakes up, uh, I think we're gonna take just a little break. Uh, last we left off, the uh, three of you were approaching the bustling uh, trade hub that is Tobias Station. Um, and as you start getting a little close to that, like kind of like large post office, like warehouse, um, uh, Doctor Granger goes, "If it's if it's not too much trouble, I can I can get out here. I I will drop my motorcycle off for repairs and and um, uh, like I said, my lab is in the lower levels, uh, and you can you can find me there, and uh, we can discuss future business perhaps." Sure, seems great. Um, yeah, we'll just pull over here. 
And he hops out and he goes, uh, Mr. McCharlotte, Miss, he says to you up there, Pax. See ya. Mayonnaise is her last name. No, um, no, um, no, um, no. Right, right, of course. Um, thank you again, all of you, for your assistance. And he, like, reaches out and Umbra, like, sniffs his hand. He goes, fine beast you have here. Isn't he just? Uh, and then he goes and wheels his motorcycle out, kind of, like, wobbling a little bit as he does. Gets it sturdy and then is like, perhaps I'll see you later. And then, uh, uh, like, walks it into uh, the post office. Great. I'll feed Umbra and get back in the car. (laughs) (laughs) I'll also get in the car at this point. So, um, what's the the problem with the old man, Doctor? Whatever, he's a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) doesn't feel genuine. <laughs> Look, he's got like fancy words and he has no point being out in the badlands and and he's probably rich which, and which fancy st- words? Stupid. Specifically. And, yeah. Samples or see that's I was going to say samples was sort of like the most complex thing he said, and I don't think that's a fancy word. And he had, and he had, and he had like nice clothes, and he's from like a, like a big town, and, and has this, money. This isn't a big town. <laughs> I mean, it's not a Lonestead, but like, for the Badlands, it's pretty big. Sure, he's and, from a big Badlands town. <laughs> sure. And- Are we going somewhere, or should I just go off on my own? Because I've got some things to do. Umbra's, like, trotting and prancing in, like, a circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if you've got things to do, go for it. Uh, we should get gas, but otherwise... Yeah! <laughs> um, yeah, where are you heading, Kinsey? Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take Umbra here for... His very first primo treatment at uh, whatever caretaker there is around. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, you circle around, you pass by the post office, and there is indeed um, uh, what looks like possibly like a stable master. It's got, um, it's got like, areas. You see him, like, he's, uh, he's hosing down a uh, hodag, um, uh, trying to get the mud out from under the fur there. Um and he seems to be in front of a big, large, like, garage door that's built into the base of the mesa. Um, uh, there's a few workers, but, like, this guy seems to be the one who's in charge. Uh, he actually hands off the hose to somebody else and then, like, uh, checks, like, a little hollow clipboard and, like, slides up and, like, moves some things around and then shouts some more stuff at a couple more people. And then you come riding in and he goes, Afternoon, sir. Hello, uh, yeah. Stable in your, uh, your base there? Yes, uh, how much for the, uh, for the primo treatment? We want to, want to feed and, and wash it and, uh, maybe, uh, uh, polish up those antlers a little bit? Yeah, and perhaps a rub down as well. Sure, yeah. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, your name? Ken Charlotte. <laughs> Mr. Charlotte. Uh, let's see. Uh, is this a... He, like, looks around, like, at, like, Umbra and, like, goes to, like, mess with his hindquarters and Umbra, like, kicks and, like, kind of, like, pulls and he goes... Yeah, it's all right. Take it easy. Is this a trained animal, sir? Oh, he's well-trained, in fact. He is, uh... Really best of friends. What is that? I don't remember what it's called. But he's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he like checks a couple boxes and he goes, uh, age? Well, that's a great question. I'm not sure. Uh, I could assume. What could I assume? Uh, you probably guess that Umbra is around like 16 to 20, somewhere in that range. Yeah, you know, 16, 20, the golden years, you know. <laughs> right. And he, like, checks a couple more boxes, and he goes, Any affiliation to any known carnivals in or outside the Badlands? No, I sincerely doubt it. All right. Uh, do you have papers for this beast? Oh, no, I, I actually just caught him uh, not so long ago. All right, wild animal, then. Mm. Uh, all right, so uh, that's going to be uh, uh, for the premium treatment you're looking at, uh, five spurs. Sure. Um... Don't know if I can just say this, but I'd like to hand him five spurs that I took from the coffer earlier. Sure, how many other spurs did you take from the coffer earlier? Was I, it exactly I think at five? least, like, three more. Okay, so eight spurs. Roland, is there any reason why Kinsey would not be able to achieve that? Um... Man, I want you to be able to pay for this thing that is, like, ultimately trivial. But I think... I think Pax has been, like, handing Roland her money as, like, here, keep track of this, right? And he's keeping all of the money and considers it, like, the group's money. But it's, like, not in a public place for everyone to grab. It's, like, in his bag with his stuff. <laughs> That's so, I, so I said... Eight spurs, you say, and I, I like pat down my pockets and one one moment, and I'll I'll ride back to All right. where I hope. And he just like walks off as you <laughs> as you go right <laughs> off. Uh, rolling in packs, you probably haven't gotten very far before Kinsey like like slides by the car. Everything okay? I mean. I need to borrow some money. <laughs> okay. How much? Could Could I take ten spurs? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why are you being so weird about this? Why are you being weird about it? <laughs> you are. You are. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just, I'll, I'll pay you back, okay? I'm sorry. Whatever. I, you don't have to, but if you want to... <laughs> I ride off. <laughs> uh, you get back, and uh, as you approach, uh, the guy with the clipboard shouts a couple things to uh, someone, points at you, and a different person comes up and goes, Howdy, sir, you're here for a premium treatment? I sure am. What's your name, my friend? Clyde. Clyde, well, uh, this is a special preacher. Uh, I know you have him marked down as wild, but he's very tame, very well trained. I if I tell him to be cool, he will be cool. Can you make sure that he gets taken care of? Yes, sir. We, we, we don't skimp on nothing. You got five spurs? 
I sure do. Here you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, he takes the money uh, and then reaches up and goes, All right. Um, he'll be uh, here uh, ready for you to pick up. Uh, five Spurs will get you uh, mo- uh, through the rest of this week. Um, if you need to stay any longer uh, and house them with us for longer, there will be charges per day beyond that point. Uh, of course. Here's the here's the paperwork, and he uh, uh, like basically like on like a hip thing, like a, a receipt, like prints out, and he like tears it off and like hands it to you, and then he goes, "All right, come on. What's his name?" Yeah, Umbra. Come on, Umbra. And he says, and like kind of like gently like leading Umbra by one of his ears, and like Umbra looks back and like kicks a little dirt on you. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, follows the, uh, uh, follows Clyde into, um, as you see, they, uh, go up to that large, like, um, massive, like, hangar door, which you've actually seen, like, open up a couple times and some vehicles go up and down, like, a very, like, uh, um, dark, like, ramp into the, like, some subterranean area where the vehicles are going. He goes to the left of that into, like, kind of a, a large, like, barn door that slides open and then uh, into a, what looks like some kind of internal uh, warehouse-esque uh, area where you can kind of see some movement, but you can't quite see much more. It looks like it's wet on the floor. Uh, and uh, uh, Umber gives you one more look back uh, and, like, okay. wiggles his nose a little bit as you give him, like, a thumbs up. And then, like, <laughs> Clyde tugs on his ear and he, like, pulls back and Clyde, like, gets lifted off his feet for, like, a second and, like, stops. And then Umbra wiggles his nose at you again, Kinsey, and then goes following Clyde. <laughs> and full. Cheeky. <laughs> uh, Roland and Pax, what are you getting up to? Uh, I mean, I'm driving us to the gas station. Or well, the manifest equivalent of a gas station. Sure, so you actually end up pulling up to kind of nearby where where Kinsey is um and uh uh they do have like areas where like there's like um basically like an area set up with like signs that like say like car repairs and like some prices and stuff and it also has uh uh fuel cubes um uh 10 spurs 12 for premium well it's pricey okay um yeah but hold on i'm still sort of on this why why do you hate the old man (laughs) (laughs) i like to imagine you stop the car and someone's like how can i help you And you're like one second (laughs) (laughs) he i just i don't trust him okay i mean i'm I get that, I suppose. It's just, you, you're not typically so just openly hostile to people. Like, it's fine if I'm just confused, is all. You gave him your real name. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying something out. Yeah, but, like, we're, we're, like, supposed to be dead. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess the thing is, is, like... Roland's not even, like, my real, real name, if you really go back. And it's, you know, it's the name I've used for a while, and I I think it's sort of who I am, really, but... I think the only person really coming after us is a luminescent ghost, and he already 
probably could find us given enough time. He's immortal, as far as I know. <laughs> well, one, Sierra is out there. Two, he's rich, and he could tell on us. All the rich people know each other. That's not true. They all know each other. Mm, that's super they not all true. go to schools, and then they all, like, room together and, like, drink or something. And then, like... <laughs> Like, go and listen to other, like, rich people talk talk to them about how they think the world works. And then they, like, subjugate all of the, like, not rich people. And they wield it with, like, their money with, like, and then there's no way to get out of it once they've got you under their thumb. And that guy, he probably knows, like, a bunch of people. And, like, he could have us back it on the way to Alanistead where we die. So that guy can like shove it. <laughs> okay. So there was like a, a section there near the end where I think maybe the heart of the matter sort of came out. <laughs> Whatever. Either you get it or you don't. And if you're not afraid of dying, then like that's on you. And I'll like get out of the car and I'll like slam it and then like maybe go steal some LRC tags. I, I don't know if I am anymore. I mean, I hate birds. They'll kill me real fast. <laughs> I just don't want the outdoors to do it, I think. <laughs> can I can I help you, sir? Your, uh, yeah, sorry. Your gestures it was like a very important people, conversation. <laughs> a couple people like behind you, like waiting to come up and see um uh crowds of like foot traffic moving around you he's like you're kind of right in the middle of everything here no i understand it's fine um <laughs> yeah i would like some fuel please sure yeah uh 10 spurs a uh, uh, cube uh unless you're looking for premium then it's 12 spurs um you know i there's a thing I did hear about there's a station across town that was selling their fuel for eight. And I would, I just, I thought it would be more convenient to come here. But like, if I really have to, I guess I'll go over there and get, you know, two cubes of premium fuel for 16 spurs at the other end of town. I just, I'd heard about this establishment, you know, I thought wanted to give it my patronage. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll uh, manipulate. Oh man, do you have sales? Because I could get this on Amazon for fourteen dollars. Price match. <laughs> yeah, I hate like Dan hates what I'm doing. <laughs> but I haven't lied to someone for money in a long time, and like this is a lot of our money. Uh, okay, this is my first impression for sure. I think the car counts as dressed to impress. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're just rolling into town in Tobias Station. It works. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I have a ton. Take a grip. Oh, come on. <laughs> I didn't believe it. Uh, take a grit. 
yeah, so I can count all three of my twelves. <laughs> <laughs> and all three wow. of them now explode. <laughs> sure. Okay. You uh, you got what was your highest ten? So my explosion oh wait, hold on, I got one more explosion. My explosions didn't do anything. But I still have three over you. Yeah. So uh he goes, Really? Cross town. <laughs> See, problem is, sir, you have uh, quite an impressive and eye-catching vehicle. Hey, 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 hey. It didn't work. His turn's for <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's a fuel cube. <laughs> no hard feelings. Uh, if, uh, if you want, um, uh, we got a... Um, uh, just over there, he gestures to, like... The hangar, he goes, you can park your vehicle up there for, uh, uh, I mean, hell, having a vehicle like this. Uh, an additional uh, uh, spur uh, for the rest of the week and then two spurs every day after that. Uh, yeah, I'll keep it in mind. Hey, while I've got you, um, do you happen to know uh, where this where this tag goes to? He, like, looks at me and goes... The, the device station hangar tag we got off the plane. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, northern hangar, upper level... Um, you can't see it from down here, but, uh, if you work your way up to the upper level, not like the top, don't go top side, uh, and then head north, uh, it's the, the air hangar there. Uh, what is this? Where'd you find this? Uh, we actually, um, I found a wreck on my way here. Ah. Pulled it off. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do think I heard Kilburn had some issue with one of their planes, uh, last month. I suppose, uh, hell, uh, you know, might give you some kind of reward if you got any salvage. Uh, I got some of it, for sure. Uh, thanks for the tip. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you could, though, you are right in the middle of things. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're able to pull off. Um, <laughs> Kinsey. Game <recognized> nice game. <laughs> uh, Kinsey, what do you, what do you get into after you drop off Umbra? I'd like to find some sort of... Is there, like, a unified smith that can take care of my armor and my gun? Uh, so, you you don't see anything immediately out here. Um, um, cool. It seems like... <laughs> looking around these outside buildings on the ground level, like, outside of Tobias Station, it all looks like quick... Like, you see a lot of vehicles, like, coming in getting maintenance, and then driving off, right? Like, you actually see, like, a whole Nomad pack roll in, f get supplies, refuel, and then keep going, right? They don't even really, like... And while they do a couple of them, like, check with the LRCs at the post office, and then they all move on. Um, cool. It seems like all the buildings here are kind of, like, quick, like, get-your-stuff-and-go type stuff. Um, Makes sense. Uh, but you can... There's several entrances into the interior of Tobias Station, and, and you do know just by being a, a, a person who knows some things about this world, uh, Tobias Station is like a massive trade hub, so there's no doubt someone inside who could uh, render those services. Right, I'll hit it that way then. Cool. Um, so yeah, you, you walk in, um, uh, you walk in and, uh, the heat of, you, you have, you guys have like moved a little further south in the Badlands, uh, getting to Tobias Station and, uh, it's not gone unnoticed that the temperature has risen just a little bit, even with that short amount of latitudinal change. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, when you get inside Tobias Station, um, it's kind of worse. Um, it's, it's. It's hot and muggy. There's not, like, great circulation. 
Um, uh, it's kind of like it's got enough circulation that the air is not like super stale or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like the the like lack of like just the the like breeze coming off of the open badlands uh, makes it just a little more humid and unpleasant in here. Uh, and the sound is cacophonous. Um, uh, you yes. walk in and you're in, you're in a, uh, basically like a massive trading bazaar. Uh, you can see yes. actually like kind of like glints of sunlight, uh, off to the distance, uh, across from you as if this like kind of channel that you're in reaches, uh, an, another side of the mesa, uh, and breaks out into the sunlight. Um, and it's tall, high ceilings. Like think like, uh, like if you've ever been to like a, a convention, right? It's like tall ceilings, um, uh, stands and booths, like, uh, just propped up. And then you also see kind of elevated on like, um, on like, um, a higher track. Like there's several like stairs and, um, uh, balconies that lead to what mm-hmm. look like actual sort of storefronts. Um, up above, but like this lower level is just like uh, a teeming trading bazaar. You get just tons of smells, like the smells of tons of people and some good smells from like some of the food stands nearby. Um, uh, and then like, you know, like uh, just like every like few steps, like you get like fish and then like, and then like, you know, burning wood and then like just like smelly people and then just like the badlands and animals and like oil it's just like it's it's just crazy going through here uh and you're looking for um just anywhere that will fix up your your gun and stuff uh you can definitely do that um i would like you to roll an observe test uh at a minus uh four perfect that's great uh while kinsey is moving his way through the bazaar um pax what are you up to um Mostly, I think it's like blending in, if that makes sense. I want to like, I don't know. This is like the most urban place we've been in a while. I'd like to belong here. Okay. I mean, you can roll blend. Um, is there anything in particular you're trying to to like gain from doing so? I want to like, get. No one's I really get paying the you lay a lot of, of land. Okay. Sorry, what? I said no one's really paying you a lot of mind. Um, yeah, I, like you get I like some get... people who are like, you know, uh, like they'll they'll call at you as you walk by, like shouting what they have, but like it's just kind of like to you and the adjacent like five people in the crowd, and then they just like move on to something else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I want to. Um... I I want to um, get the lay of the land because this is like a new city and I want to know the exits, especially if we're going to talk to that guy again. Um, I want to figure out who's in charge. Like, and I want to figure out if there's anything worth maybe taking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, go ahead and roll blend. Um, no modifier. Uh, Kenzie, what'd you get on observe? Well, one of my dice exploded twice, so I don't What's your highest, though? Eight. Hey, how many... Oh, so you said it exploded twice, so what? That's how many net successes over a seven? Two. Okay, perfect. 
Um, so yeah, you do spot, um, there's a couple things. You do spot, like at one point, you get a, a sight through the crowd. You see what looks like maybe a, uh, uh, some kind of gunsmith tent or, or armorer tent or something. You see like kind of like the of like uh, of a forge. You hear like metal and everything. You also glance up and you do see there is a, a like, um, you know, guns, hardware, and supplies up in the, uh, up in the catwalks. Um, there's a sign for that. Uh, Pax, what'd you get on blend? Uh, I got two hits, or, uh, two successes. Um, and the highest I have is a 10. Okay, how many over an 8? One. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, I have 12 grit, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's not true anymore. Nope, it's just one. I apologize. I forgot I spent all that grit on fighting that dragon. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, before we resolve all of that, Roland, what are you doing? You drive your car away from where you got the fuel? Uh, yeah. I... Hmm. I suppose I will plan to not need to run out of this town, and I will park my car. Okay, you're gonna like check it in with the station, or just park it nearby? Uh, in in at the station. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So as advertised, it's one spur uh, that'll get you through the next few days, and then um, it will be either two spurs per day, or you can renegotiate a different deal. <clears throat> cool. Um, they're basically like, depending on your timetable, we could, we could stretch it. You just, uh, you just make sure you check in after a few days. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I suppose I will head. Kinsey's in the wind. Axe is in the wind. I'm not going to go talk to this old man she hates without her. That seems like a recipe for disaster. I'll go find this hangar and negotiate our... Modest reward. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, you start heading in, um, and you're able to, like, you're, since you're not, like, going into the bazaar, right, you, like, see the teeming crowds, and you look, and you see, like, oh, okay, I can follow this walkway up onto the staircase, get up there, and then walk into, like, a, a, like a you know, metal, like, dimly lit hallway that will lead me to presumably further chambers deeper inside the mesa. So... Uh, you get in, uh, you start walking. Um, Kinsey, uh, you got how many net successes with it? Two, right? Two, that's right. Perfect. Um, so uh, you're you're pushing your way through the crowd. People are, like, bumping into you. You're, like, kind of, like, finding, like, walkways, and then, like, you know, you're walking for a bit, and then you have to, like, kind of edge your way through as, like, you know, every time you get nearby a tent, basically, people are standing around. Um, and uh, this, like, teenage girl, like, runs, like, headfirst into your chest. Uh, and you, like, kind of, like, are able to kind of, like, buffet yourself against the light. And she goes, so sorry, sir. And then uh, moves off. And as she does, you feel a tug at your coin purse. <laughs> and uh, you, you watch her as she's moving through. And sure enough, uh, your coin purse is not on your belt anymore. Um, she hasn't gotten very far from you. But, like, yeah, you, you noticed her pickpocket you. Clean yeah, out. I'm going to follow her for sure. Okay, you're just doing so like subtly, or as as I think I would like to have my photo replicant poncho. Don't know if that would help me in the situation. Not particularly in this situation, though. No. <laughs> no, I didn't get a chance to change. You know, we happened upon a 
uh, a needy stranger, so that's fine. Uh, I'm, I, I don't have to do so sneakily. I'm just going to follow her, and if she runs, she runs. Yeah. She does. Basically, <laughs> you you uh, you turn and see her moving, and you and you like push someone out of the way and start following. She like is casually walking for like a few paces, then glances over and sees you see her, and then just books it and like starts like using her like shortened height to basically duck through the crowd uh, uh, pretty easily. And uh, Pax, because you rolled well enough on your blend, um, uh, she does like she doesn't mark you as a threat it seems like she's making her way towards you and because kinsey's not attempting to be stealthy you do see him he's pretty tall uh you see him uh like turn and start moving his way like through the crowd like shoving people out of the way and trying to like move quickly and you see this teenage girl running from him uh and she's kind of running in your general direction and roland i think you get like four paces up on the stairs and then you just glance down and you too see like kinsey Maybe chasing after a teenage girl? Hard to say for sure. Uh, <laughs> he's definitely I'm moving... i factory town. I recognize a man who's been mugged. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kinsey, you're like shoving people out of the way. Um, yeah, Kinsey, let's roll athletics. Oh, great. Athletics. That's just always a problem with me. Could I have been swimming? Are there any lakes? <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't jumped into any bodies of water yet. Well, she is heading for what seems like the fish market. Um, sure. <laughs> Lindsay, you're up against an 11. She runs two. It's okay, I got no hits, so. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> She, you're losing her, Kinsey. You're <laughs> she's, she seems like... Th- this seems like a, a prepared route that she's on. And she is, like, very good at this. And, like, she, like... Only basically by the virtue of your height and, like, your sheer, sheer like, frustration with the fact that, like, you had to ask for this money and it just got taken from you. Um, uh, are you able to, like, spot her every once in a while, just, like, kind of pop up in the crowd. She sees you, see her, and then she <laughs> darts off again. Uh, and, yeah, Pax, you see, like, she is making her way generally to, to, towards you. You're kind of in the fish market that she is heading towards. Great. Um, I'd like to, uh, like kind of like roll her to the side behind a tent you know uh, like like she's ducking around me mm-hmm. and make her think that like I'm a good person to hide behind because we're similar like heights or whatever and then like roll her behind and then like a barrel or something and have <laughs> Kinsey like stalk past and like <laughs> Um, is what I would like to do. So you want to and I can, I can make that happen, like, regardless of whether, like, that's what she wants to have. That is going to, I'm going to attempt to have that happen, and then, like, we'll see what happens. Okay, after that. so you have two, two methods that you could use. You could roll manipulate to try to convince her that um, you are safety. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could roll unarmed to effectively grapple her and force yeah, no, her into position. Yeah, no, that's the one. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and roll unarmed. Uh, and then um, you can also roll stealth if, Kinsey, you want to roll another uh, observe test to try and spot packs. No, I'm, I'm looking I'm... for this person. I, I sincerely doubt that I'll be able to find them. 
I think I'm just still walking up the stairs. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, right, I said, it's like you go up some stairs and you walk and land a catwalk and you go up, like, a spiral staircase and walk another cat an through another catwalk. So you're just watching all of this unfold as you slowly <laughs> ascend, uh, Roland. <laughs> Seems uh, fine. You, like, see I Kinsey's chasing her. You're like, should I help? And you see Pax kind of in the distance. You're like, eh, whatever. And then you keep walking and you see Pax, like, grab this girl and you're like, interesting. And then... <laughs> 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 and then Kinsey stalks fast. Oh, the twists and turns. <laughs> uh, am I, I'm still at negative four and one to five. No, uh, you're not. At, uh, I don't know if what? Pax has anything that makes you have a negative to see her. Um, oh, wait. So did I successfully grapple this? Well, we're, yeah. Okay. We'll get to Kinsey's roll in a second. Roll the grapple. Okay, I did. Okay. What'd you get? Um, I have uh, an 11 high. How many over a nine? Three. Yeah. 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 She, you are very strong. And even though you're about the same height as this girl, you immediately just like, she tries to spin around you. You grab like her like belt and spin, like just like lift her off her feet, like slam, not like slamming her into a tent, but kind of slamming her like into the side of a tent and like shove very her down. Very specifically not harming her. Yeah, and like you like shove her down and hold onto her ankle, uh, onto her like shoulder. And like just the strength and speed with which you moved her has made her at least stop for a second and be like, well, I guess I'm going to see where this goes. <laughs> um, Kinsey, uh, yep. Uh, you rolled what on your observe? And also, I guess, I guess, Pax, do you have anything that would make Kinsey have negatives to see you? To see me? Yeah, I think I know you have things that give you pluses, but I don't think you have anything that gives them negatives to see. Because you don't have a photo replicant poncho, and uh, I don't think you have any talents that do that. You have talents for being heard, but not seen. Yeah, so, no. So, Pax, right. go ahead and roll sneak. Kinsey, roll a bird. I do have follow my lead if she's also rolling sneak. <laughs> she's probably got the same sneak value. <laughs> Kids, I don't want to spend any grit, so I'm going to go with zero successes. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah, then I have uh, four successes. Yeah, so Kinsey, you go stalking past. You're trying to find her, and then there's like a moment where you see every time I go to to my station, I swear. <laughs> you think you, you think you see her for a second, you move that way, and then you can't find her for a second. You don't realize you're standing next to like a fish tank, and as you're like looking around, me like I think I may have lost her. You turn and like boom, right against the glass, uh, a fur bearing trout like <clears throat> like and tries like <clears throat> gnaw at your face. I'm gonna make you into a hat. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Pax, like, Kinsey moves by, and then she struggles again, and you hold her in place. She goes, hey, what gives? You were running away from him. Yeah, yeah, he was looking at me weird. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't like it, and so then I started, you know, I was moving back. Uh, thanks, I really appreciate it. Um, uh, my, my name's Harry. Uh, and, uh, uh, you can let go now. I, I, it looks like he's gone. How much did you take? Take? I, she, like, looks at your hand still on her shoulder, and she goes, 
I don't know. I mean, it felt like it was a pretty good weight. Uh, maybe like six buzz. I bet you it's five. Okay. Right, what, do you want to cut or what, lady? You look like, and she like kind of looks you up and down, like she goes, you look like you're pretty well healed. I don't think you need the money. Like, can you let me go? Like, what's going on I... here? Is he a friend of yours? No. <laughs> Look, don't pick the loud ones. They'll just point and yell. You take the people who aren't paying attention. I didn't think he was paying attention. But he looks loud, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess you could God say damn it, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Gestures. Sure, yeah. But, like, you can't tell when someone's going to be loud when they're not. Is this funny for just you? Or is it for... Are you are you supporting others? Or are you running for somebody? Why not all three? Because it matters what I do next. Which one do you like better? <laughs> Which one is true? She kind of shrugs and goes, kind of all three. All right. Do you like the person you're running for? Lady, I don't, I don't, I ain't a charity case, all right? I can hel handle myself, all right? I got, I can, I have my ways to make my money. Like, I, I don't, I don't need, I appreciate the assist, all right? And what, if you want to cut, like, I mean, I could, I could give you something, but, you know, I got I haven't eaten oh, please. You're not half as tough as me. And you're sloppy. So, like, let's just have a conversation. And then, like, if you really, really don't want a change in your experience that's better, I'll let you go. I'll let you roll either manipulate or intimidate. Because <laughs> you mentioned how strong you were. <laughs> so, is it better to roll at a lower target with more dice, or is it better to roll at a higher target with fewer dice? Probably the higher target. Yeah. Because you want, like, you just want to be able to count at least one hit over them. Okay. Well, I'm not very good at any of these things. <laughs> Ooh. Man, she's gonna just give me some sass, and then I'm just gonna steal Kinsey's spurs off of her. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some grit okay. <laughs> to count to count the seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, that means she only gets one net hit over you. I had a five and an eight. Ah, well, seven is the highest I can go. Uh, so she, she like... Oh, but I didn't need to spend grit. Okay, then don't. Okay. Um, yeah, she, she goes, hey, 
I don't know you, right? For all I know, you and him are working together, and you're just getting information before you knock me over the head. Look, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna mug me, mug me. All right. Okay. Well. Bye. That's it. Yeah. Good luck. I mean, you're gonna get caught. So, hopefully, it's not that big a sum when you do. Hey, you know, it's, it's quantity over quality here at the bio station. The gods around here, they don't, they don't recognize faces. Yeah, until you hit the wrong mark. Where are you from? Where are you from? Here. Born and raised. And they don't recognize you? There's too many people in this in this hill. No one cares about anyone. Okay. Alright. Thanks for the chat. Yeah, um... And, uh... I would like to flashback having taken Kinsey's spurs. So that she has an empty coin purse? Uh, yeah. Okay. Kinsey, roll observe at a minus two. Oh, no, sorry. No, no, no. From her, not from Kinsey. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I roll, Earlier in the conversation. I roll yeah. observe at a minus two. Yeah. You spend four grit. Unless you just want to do it now. Sure, I guess. The grit. <laughs> I've had the spurs the whole time. <laughs> oh no, minus two. Oh man. I have a five. <laughs> okay, I have a... Uh... I have three thirteens. <laughs> okay. Amongst uh, and then uh, over a five, I have two additional heads. So you have five successes. Yeah. Yeah. Find a six I mean, are you are you uh, taking more than just Kinsey's uh, spurs? Are you leaving her with Kinsey's coin purse full of rocks? Like, what do you want to do here? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, I would like to take her haul. Um, so Be she doesn't have it. Beyond just Kinsey? Yeah. You want to, like, completely, like, magician taking off, like, the watch and the belt and all that? Like, yeah. Just strip her of all, of all of her stuff? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, um, so you have a little bit more and, of an exchange back and forth with her, too. Yeah. Where, um, like, Kinsey shouts, you flinch, so she flinches, too, and in that moment, like, you get Kinsey's spurs out, like, from her belt, and then, uh... She goes, hey, you know, like I said, I appreciate the assist, but, like, you ain't from around here. You're not going to be here for long. Better not to get involved. And, like, during that, like, conversation, as she's, like, looking around saying it, she goes, honestly, you know, uh, uh, I hope we don't see each other again. And then uh, uh, steps back uh, towards, like, a little bit of, like, uh, paneling. Uh, like metal paneling, and she goes, 
Uh, enjoy your stay at Tobias Station. Before you go, um, did you want this stuff? <laughs> she like looks <laughs> down at all of, like at like her empty belt and everything, and you're like holding up, you know, a couple packs and Kinsey's spurs, and like her hand is on like that panel. You see it kind of move behind her. And then she like lets go of it and she goes, what the hell is your angle, lady? What do you want from me? Do I said if you like what? It, like, come on, you're going to rob like a, a, a little girl? Really? I need that no, stuff I... to eat and live. What do you need? Oh, my God. You I thought I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> You are an amateur. You're going to get caught. Good luck. Come and find me when you realize just how outclassed you are and you want to learn better. And she like reaches up to grab the stuff. She goes, my bracelet too? My best friend gave me this. How did you do that? When did you do that? I don't know. Uh... Sometime between the moment that I turned you around this corner and now. Figure it out. Come tell me. And then I, if Kenzie's like, Kenzie's like yelling, I'd like to like fucking vanish. <laughs> Come on, what the hell are I, I mean, you know, I'm gonna find you. <laughs> I think I'm just like up on the catwalk before I would leave view of this whole thing, just like eating jerky. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah she like looks and flinches and looks towards like Kinsey's voice looks back Pax isn't there and Roland you see as she like looks at all of her stuff and like kind of like pulls her pack off and like puts it all in there and like double checks to make sure it's all still there cinches it closed and then pushes on that panel and it like kind of cracks open just enough that she can slide in behind the wall good to know I'm gonna go find Kinsey you do. It's easy. Yeah. He's yelling. Um, you also notice there's like quite a few people in red uh, dusters that are like keeping an eye on Kinsey at this moment, and some people are like kind of looking around, and people, and some people are even shouting back at Kinsey, being like, "Hey, buy something or leave. You're scaring away the customers." I'm just going to my. How can I buy something when I don't have any money? <laughs> so not now. I'm looking for the person who took all of my spurs. Oh, uh, let me help you. Uh, let's, let's figure it out. Is that, thank you. I, I, I don't know why this always happens to me in Tobias Station. Somebody runs into me and I'm like, oh, it just must be one of the city folks. They just have no sense of personal boundaries. What? It always turns out they're stealing my stuff. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I don't have any spurs on me, but, uh, why don't we trade a, a, this old um, busted gun and uh, get some spurs? And then Roland will never have to know. All right. Yeah. Is that gun worth sp five spurs, Tommy? What kind of gun is it? It's a light firearm, poor quality. Yeah, at a glance, um, you think it's pretty likely you could get five spurs for that thing. All right, Kinsey, because you know guns. <laughs> cool. Yeah, 
Oh, all right, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I saw um, a sign for guns and armor and things up, up, up there. Do, do you want to come with me? or do you have other Yeah, for sure. Let's, let's go. Thank you, Pax. I appreciate it. These spaces always make me so nervous. I hate having this many yeah. people close to me. It's, not, it's mm. fine. I will, I will, you know what? I will counter pickpocket anybody who pickpockets you. <laughs> right? I appreciate that. I wish I'd have thought of that at the time. Well, I mean, you know. So. Not fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, perfect. So, um, are you going to the person on the ground in, like, the trading bazaar, or are you going up onto the, uh, uh, into the kind of general store you saw above? It was the, the general store that had the sign for, I think it was guns, armor, and weapons. Yeah, it said, uh, guns, hardware, and supplies. Guns, hardware, and supplies, sure. That's, you know, close enough. Okay. It's uh, all cubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you make your way up out of the catwalk, Kinsey, you're able to breathe a little bit more clearly as you, uh, get away from the, like, oppressive crowds of the bazaar. Um, you make your way over there. Uh, Roland, you've made your way into a, into a hallway. Uh, you are making your way through Tobias Station. It's rather large. Like I said, it's built into this mesa, uh, but you're constantly making your way north. You find other kind of chambers similar to this one, but a little more tame. Not so much like wild like packs of like tents more like just a couple like stands and a couple storefronts on like slightly wider spaces and what you can actually tell like in this area you just went into there's a lot of like hotels and like housing and stuff uh some of them sport like you know uh great views like you know uh uh like premium suite with balcony like that kind of stuff (laughs) (laughs) um uh like LRC runner, uh, no, no extra charge, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> we get, we get HBO LRC updates. <laughs> uh, and you're able to make your way through kind of that area, and then uh, towards uh, what you start to see are like these hangers, like um, uh, not so much because you see into the hangers, but because you see like the gates that lead into them, and they have like markings on them that kind of like count their way up. Um, uh, and you start to notice, like, that tag you have, like, the last, like, um, uh, two, uh, the last two, like, numbers and letter combo are, like, mm-hmm. is, like, the hanger that it is. So, like, you're like, okay. oh, cool, I know where I'm going now. And so you're able to kind of follow this path. Great. I don't, I don't imagine it'll matter either way, but, uh, I ha- I think I am wearing, um, the, the roadkin jacket from Red Wheels crew. It feels appropriate for this. <laughs> area sure yeah <laughs> it's just a good jacket well cut fits it's it undefined really uh kinsey and pax you enter the uh general store um uh the little bell ding, 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 as you walk through and you hear i will wait in just one moment no, like sure, a, of course take it down a little old lady kind of like shuffles around <laughs> and like messes with some stuff and looks up and goes Hi, how can I help you? Well, hi, hello. I'm, I was looking to either get my weapon repaired or to trade it in for a better one, or whatever gets me the better deal. Well, let me see your weapon. Go ahead. She like clears a spot on the counter and like taps it. I'll, I'll lay down my medium weapon. And then, oh, Pax, can I also see the? Ooh, the you're getting some miles on this one. 
one or two, yes. All right. Well, I can tell you right now it's going to cost you much less to fix this than it will for me to make you a new one. Mm, all right, that's fair enough. Uh, well, sure, could I... Would would uh, would this other weapon cover the charges if I were to trade this in? Oh, let me take a look at that one. This one, hell, mm. but who taught you how to take care of your weapons? All right, that one's not even mine. All right, and the, well, the other I one couldn't I dropped tell the difference. They both look device, like they've so. been through been through hell and back. When's the last time you ordered this thing? I'm surprised right. you ain't blown a finger off. You blown a finger off? She like checks your hands. <laughs> All right, well, maybe watch and learn a thing or two about proper gun maintenance. Oh, yeah, fair enough, all right. All right. This is my favorite general store owner you've ever done, Tommy. <laughs> now, I'm sorry, miss. Did you need anything? No, no, I'm just with him. Well, hell, she says, like, kind of sizing you up, and she goes... Well, now I get it. You probably ain't shot this thing in two weeks walking with someone as heavily armed and as capable as that. Look at the way she takes care of her stuff. Yeah. Her stuff is good. She don't need nothing from here. Mm-hmm. She, she's trying to tell him. I mean, hey, you know, maybe. And she starts, like, taking apart the pistol. <laughs> and she's like, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe it ain't my place to tell you not to take, uh, not to treat your stuff like garbage. You treat your stuff like garbage, you're going to come back here every week and give me five spurs at the end of every day when you yeah, need I don't to, to do that. But, you know, I ain't always going to be around now, am I? And and you ain't always going to be into my station. I can tell by the look of you, you drifters. So, you know, you're going to go out there in the wild. You're going to blow off three fingers. And then this poor lady's going to have to drag your dead corpse over here. And then, sure, that's business for the Undertaker. But, you know, I don't really like him too much. And honestly, I guess life is precious. So I don't want you to die. So maybe, just maybe, you wipe this thing here down and you replace this little spring with this little spring when you get the chance. Yes, I know how to do that. <laughs> do you? Can fool yes. me? Here's your gun. She gives you back an excellent quality medium firearm. <laughs> you've, 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 you've taught me a thing or two or three or five. I now y'all don't mind if I keep some of these spare parts, right? No. No, yes, just take them, please. All right. She puts, like, some spare parts in a drawer and slams it shut. <laughs> Anything else I can help you with, dear? Can I give you a hug? Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> she shuffles around the, the counter, and she goes, I'm a little bit dusty. That's okay. Me too. <laughs> yeah, well, she gives you a little bit of a hug. She goes, what's your name, young miss? Pax. Pax, pleasure to meet you. I'm Shirley Charlotte, and I am uh, pleased to make your acquaintance. No, oh, uh, Charlotte is—is is that of the Southern Badland Charlottes? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, my name is Ken Charlotte, so oh I figured I would ask. God, is this your grandma? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I only know about three of my my blood relatives, but no one done mentioned a Ken. And judging by the way you handle yourself, I don't think we have much in common, sir. Yes, you're probably right. Just thought I'm about to try and like try. Big though. Um, He's big I was like wondering. A tree, this one. 
I I was wondering if um you might be interested in purchasing um this armor set. Sure, let me go ahead and take a look at it here. Uh, it's a medium. It's a, a standard quality medium armor that has never been worn. Oh. Well, this is this is nice. This ain't this ain't yours though. Don't look like it has the right fit. Does it have the right fit? It's a bit small. Oh well, I mean it. It could fit, but I don't need it. Right. I don't get I don't get hit anyway. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. It doesn't have any mods or anything on it, right? It's literally just standard medium armor. Just straight out the window at Gap. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's pretty nice here. It's it's pretty good material. Got plenty of things I could do with this. I probably want to spruce it up a little bit to sell it. Uh, I suppose would six spurs sound fair to you, young miss? Sure. All right, then. I've never bought... I'm not telling her this. I've never bought armor, so I have no idea how much it costs. <laughs> Does it sound fair to me? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's just like... It's about fair. Um, especially judging by the fact that she said she felt like she was going to need to add things to it to make it actually sell. Um, eight spurs would be probably the the most fair price, um, just objectively speaking. I also don't need to run a deal to for her because she, no. um, you know, she she said she's what already I, done. And I'm not going this. to speak up at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, although it, I I do hesitate to ask. Oh come on, speak what? up! I can't hear too well. Do you repair armor as well? Absolutely. What do you think I did? Yes, of course. I, I figured. I wasn't sure. No, Pax, is there any chance uh, to Pax? Could you, could you lend me a couple of spurs so that I can pay? I, I got robbed, as you know, and you, you've already given me the gun, which I know and appreciate, but I, I, I promise to pay you back. Hey, Kinsey. Mm. It's fine. Thank you. And I, I, I hand over my armor to be repaired as well. Oh. Look, it's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I guess it did its job, right? So, you know, mm. ain't the most busted up armor I've seen. Mm -hmm. uh, and she uh, repairs seven armor points. No, no, I don't take that. That's perfect. It's all in. <laughs> so it's full. It's full after that? It is. Uh, yeah, so she uh, puts it back together a little bit, using some of the parts actually from the gun that you gave her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she goes, all right, there we go. Um, and she sees Pax standing there, like, reaching for spurs, and she goes, oh, let's just go ahead and, uh, I mean, you brought the supplies in yourself anyway, so one spur will be fine. Perfect. And I will give her a spur. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You need anything else? Just I... to learn your magic, because if I could have just done that on my own without 
being berated, I certainly would have. Look at you, you're, you're what, like 30, 50? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have learned something at this point. I mean, look, you don't look extremely tough. You gotta have learned a thing or two at some point about something. I mean, hell, I could do this when I was barely crawling. Surely you, someone walking around with the swagger and the and the attitude, you gotta have a little bit of game to back up your play. I mean, surely she wouldn't stick around all this time. I mean, would you, would you gotta, he's gotta have something to offer, right? Do I have something to offer, Pax? <laughs> he is extremely good in the outdoors. Um, I'm useless out there, and he's got this amazing jackalope. Do you I, have a jackalope? Oh, I remember my first jackalope ride. Yeah. It was a wow, it was a long time ago, I suppose. I probably was about your age. She says to the pack. She goes, "There's a." Uh, a bandito that came through here every summer, and, well, he, he always uh, let me go for a ride on his jackalope. He was a swell fella. <sighs> but you don't need uh, uh, you don't need to hear any more of my silly tales. All I'm saying, young sir, is that if you need to learn something, you just do what this lady does. She looks like she can handle herself, all right? You stay close to her, maybe just get in the way between her and danger sometimes. Take a couple bullets for her. Let her take the rest of the, uh, the do the rest of the work, right? Uh, absolutely. I think that's more than fair. You got the armor that will keep you sturdy. I mean, hell, I mean, yeah, sure, that gun's going to shoot good for some time, but it ain't going to shoot good forever if you don't take care of it, so... Mm-hmm. Anywho, anything else y'all need? No, thank you, Shirley. It's been a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Miss Charlotte. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Mr. Charlotte. <laughs> she chuckles herself and goes, Drifter's always coming in, trying to tell me their names, and obviously a fake name, I mean, whatever. You know. <laughs> I don't know why they feel like they need to, who am I going to tell them? No one comes in here. Who visits me? No one comes and visits me. I don't know, you know? <laughs> Only entertainment I get is when some Yahoo comes in with a busted up gun, but, you know. <laughs> that Yahoo don't even give me a curse of his own name. Whatever. I don't think she for this. Sure, yeah. Thank you, Pax. Again, I, I do appreciate it. And thank you, Miss Charlotte. As you as you walk through the bell, bing, ding, 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 rings again. I'll be with you and just oh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. You're certainly capable, yes. Can she be my grandma? <laughs> <laughs> also, I think everyone can have a great for excellent role play at this point. Everyone's done a good job so far in this session. Great. <laughs> uh, and I will give my five spurs to Kinsey. <laughs> Is this no 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 you already paid for my gun. I don't need this as well. Oh, I don't I don't like carrying money. It's kind of weird and useless. If you if you need to use any of it at any point, I, I've got it right here. Well no, that's where she stole it from, but I've got it And I I'll take the little pouch and I'll like stick it in his breast pocket and I'll like <laughs> I'm learning your city ways. 
<laughs> and I like button up the jacket. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Roland, uh, you make it to uh, the northern hangar, um, and you actually see like there's a few different um, like what look like company names next to this like this hangar's number, and one of them you do see is in fact. Uh, Kilburn Private Courier Service. Okay. Yeah, I'll head over. Uh, so you walk in, and yeah, you, it's it's straight up like just an air hanger. It's like kind of uh, got a, a, a curved top to it. Um, not incredibly large. It's not housing a ton of vehicles, but at least like you know five ish at the at the moment. Uh, different ve- uh, different air vehicles, some gyrocopters, some planes, a helicopter, a few power gliders, um, and uh you walk in and you see like uh basically that same silver uh, that same symbol like that business the the company symbol the kpcs like symbol um mm-hmm. uh over to the side like uh kind of on like a little bit of a banner and uh as you're walking in um someone looks up and goes boss we look like we may have someone how to sir how can i help you you looking a uh, transit personnel uh, cargo actually no um i just got in uh, I came from Sildina. Uh, along the way, uh, I happened to pass by, looked like one of yours that had crashed in the desert. All right. Um, hi, Mr. Kilburn. I think you may want to talk to this gentleman here. Oh, what's your name, sir? That's uh, Roland. Uh, Mr. Roland here uh, uh, to have a word with you, Mr. Kilburn. Uh, looks like he may have found uh, that, that train Jackie sent off uh, off west. And Kilburn's like, hell, I wondered when someone was going to come back through here. Uh, go ahead, take lunch. Howdy, I'm Danny Kilburn. Uh, Roland Hollis. Uh, yeah, I was on my way here from Sildina. Found a plane, crashed in the desert. It was surprisingly intact. No sign of a pilot. I'm pretty <laughs> handy. I couldn't really figure out what actually put it down. Uh, he chuckles at that. So uh, Danny Kilburn um, is a stocky, strong-armed man. Uh, he's got he's got he's wearing like a, a tank top with like a leather like kind of a, um, a tool vest basically. Um, uh, his his arms and like forearms and the back of his hands are so hairy. Um, and he's got like big bushy mutton chops and like already stubble, like forming around his, like his, uh, mouth and chin. Uh, and he's going a little bit bald at the back. Um, but the hair that he does have is pulled back into like a ponytail. Um, and, uh, uh, while he is super broad and very strong, he is about Pax's height. He like maybe, maybe even a couple inches shorter than Pax. Uh, he's just oh, this. Man, I bet you he could throw me up in the air real high. <laughs> <laughs> Big, burly, small man. Um, uh, and uh, his his hands, though, like dinner plates. They're huge and muscular. Uh, and he's like wiping them clean. Uh, and he goes, "Yeah, you probably wouldn't have found anything wrong with that, except for some cosmetic stuff." Uh, we was doing maintenance on that one, and one of my new mechanics uh, uh, done, done uh, uh, just flipped on the engine before we was done. It just kind of coasted on out. Oh, that makes sense. You know, there was a Snallygast out there, and I thought maybe it just sort of grabbed him right out of the cockpit, but your thing makes more sense. 
Ooh, Snallygaster. <coughs> well, no, no, no. Luckily, none of mine harmed in that one. Just Jackie's pride, and, you know, obviously <laughs> I'm down a plane now. But, hey, you found it. Did you happen to get any salvage? I'd, I'd be happy to uh, reimburse you for some of it. A bit of a reward, as it were. Yeah, you know, I, you know, like I said, I'm pretty handy myself. I, you know, took apart what we could carry. All right, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean... It only had some light cargo on it. Most of it would be materials. If you salvage the plane itself, I'll give you a spur per cube. And then uh, I suppose I'd have to see if you salvaged anything else beyond that. Give him the thing you gave me. <laughs> sure. No, the current dilemma I'm having is I, I don't want one spur for the... 10 tech cubes I'd be willing to part with. I'd rather have the tech cubes. <laughs> um, you know, the... To be perfectly honest, though, you know, I actually have quite a few uses for sort of the, the, the plain bits I managed to pull off, but you know what? I, I did find a rather nice stealth drone in the cargo there that I... I don't really have much use for them. I'd be happy to, to give it back for a fair right, price. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, assuming it's, uh, you know, I ain't going to hold it against you. You want to keep the supplies, legitimate salvage. I wrote the thing off when it flew out. I didn't think we were going to ever find it. I mean, we don't tend to scour the ground very much, right? We kind of just uh, fly over that territory. It's now the gas. You'd miss it from the air for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... If you got the stealth drone and it's in good condition, I'll give you 15 spurs for it. As a reward. Um, I ain't buying back my own thing, you understand. Sure. Uh, uh, do I... How much of that... like how? What percentage of that thing's value is, is 15 spurs? Uh, da, da, da. Well, value of uh, retail or value of, of materials to make one? I mean, at retail, Cause, right? Because, like, cause I would either be... We're either going to keep it, sell it to someone else, or give it to this guy, so, like... It's it's roughly 20% of of the value it would cost to buy a new one. Um, a better value if you take into consideration the amount of materials that go into making a stealth drone. Uh, sure. Stealth drones mostly are, are expensive to buy because they're difficult to make. Sure. Um... I, you know, I I happen to know, you know, sort of the amount of materials that goes into making one of these things, and I understand you don't want to buy back your own property, but it seems like twenty five spurs would be a reasonable reward for for getting back one of these. I mean, you didn't even have to send anyone out to do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can go ahead and roll manipulate. <clears throat> Am I dressed to impress? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have an Omni tool. <laughs> Great. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so, Begin play, Tommy. my highest currently is 11. Uh, okay. I have three net hits over an 11. Cool. I also misfired. 
<laughs> so he's my friend now. So he has a heart attack right there, and he, but before he dies, he says, "You can ask my company." No. <laughs> Listen, what I have learned is that when it comes to exchanging drones for money, if you misfire, someone becomes friends with you. <laughs> he goes, "You got a keen eye for such a thing." Are you looking for work? I'm not not. Alright. Well, you know, I mean I got I got mechanics over here who don't know their way around an omni tool. You know, they gotta use basic tools. I mean I see you there. You look like a bit of a tinkerer, uh, to a degree, and I mean you're familiar with stealth drones. How's about I commission some supplies from you? Provide the materials, pay for your time. Then you hang out here and fabricate some stuff for me. It's been a while since I've had a tinker come through, and I mean, I could do it myself, but I'm a busy man, and I don't have time. Yeah, you know, to... You're running a whole organization here. You don't have time to just sit down at a bench and make something. I get it. Right. So, <clears throat> what do you think? Uh, I commission you to do some work. Uh, you get a small amount there. Oh, um, also, 25 spurs, I can't quite go. I could do 20. Uh, 20 seems 20 seems fair um let me um you know I, I came through with with a couple people i'm not sure how quick we're looking to turn around getting out of town let me talk it over with them i'm interested in the offer but um i can't well, quite commit if you're looking to to make a trip out of town let me tell you uh, kilbourne private courier service it's going to get you anywhere you need to go fast as uh fast as can be these nomad packs, you know, they charge you an arm and a leg for direct service. And then if you don't pay that extra premium for direct service, you're traveling around with a nomad pack for two months before they swing by your destination. Not with Kilburn. Kilburn will get you right to where you need to go. Nice, fair prices. Well, where, where's about you heading after, uh, uh, after Tobias? Uh, I think, uh, well, certainly it was stopping in Las Brasas. All right, last process. I can get you there for seven spurs, three spurs back uh, uh, for the return trip if you want. Um, let me let me talk it over. Well, uh, you know we're we're always you know trying to figure out transportation from here to there. You know how it is out there in the Badlands. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, drifting is is not easy work, and it definitely takes some time. Ain't no shame in taking a, a resting your feet for a bit and uh, uh, taking the the uh the easy route by way of my services uh well i will i will keep that in mind uh mr kilburn uh, and i will i will get back to you all right mr roland and do please think about uh, my uh my offer uh man with your skills i mean i have a laundry list of devices that uh i got i got commissions left and right i just can't keep up with them i'd love to have someone i could just you know, pay pay to to uh, turn out some work while you're in town. Sure. Oh, um, it's my my first name is Roland. I thought that was weird. I didn't want to say nothing, but he called you Mister Roland, and I figured I'd just roll with it. You know, everyone has their own history. I ain't gonna judge. Sure, sure. Well, I'll be in touch. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right. You can find me here, and if you can't find me here, they know where I went. Great. Uh, and I will make my way back to the car, I guess? The uh, the drone? Do you have the drone? 
Uh, I don't have it on me. I'll have to go get it. All right. He gives you like a thumbs up and goes, all right, let's see if we can get this engine to go on without exploding. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And uh, you make your way back, uh, Roland, and you end up on that catwalk as Kinsey and Pax are walking out of uh, out of uh, the general store. <laughs> it's it's on the same level as a catwalk, right? Yeah. Great. Oh, hey. Um, so I went. I talked to uh, the courier service from the plane we found. Turns out they were doing maintenance on it, and someone accidentally turned it on, and it just took off. <laughs> oh. Uh, I did negotiate if you want to get rid of the stealth drone packs, they would buy it back from us for 20 spurs. I mean, it's like really, I guess, sure, fine, I guess. <laughs> I can see what a great sacrifice this is for you. I I take it from you with the the utmost respects for <laughs> for your work and and what you've given up here today. I was going to crash it anyway. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um also, weird thing, they would like to hire me to just make things. Okay. Why is that weird? No one's ever just asked to, if they could give me money to do a thing for them. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I convince them to give me money for a thing they don't need. Well, welcome to the Badlands, my friend. You're learning to survive. Also, sure, Kinsey's gun looks great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you fixed your gun. Good on you. Uh, well, I I got quite a tongue lashing for it, but I, I suppose I deserved it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, if you want, if you want to take a job, you, you can take it. I mean, I don't. You know, I can't really see myself long term just sitting in a hangar building things for someone else. But like. <laughs> You know, the, uh, this, the guy's dead. The letter we're trying to deliver, you know. doesn't feel like there's a ton of urgency. We could hang out here for a few days while I build some stuff and make some money and be on our way. Sure. Maybe I can I... sell some of that months and spice, make a few more spurs. Hey, that's a great idea. I have to destabilize the underworld here, so. <laughs> okay. Um, do you, I guess let me know if you need a hand or yeah, I'd... like some help. Um, That's quite why? an undertaking, isn't it? Mm. Just cause. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I think there's a person who's running it. You think and he really is? And I don't like that. Because mm. usually they're like, tithes are pretty hefty, and then you starve, and then there's not really... You don't get to make your own choices. You have to steal even if you don't want to. And, and you know, like stealing super fun, I've heard. Um, but they... <laughs> you know that we know. <laughs> uh, but 
Um, but you know, like you should do it because you like it, not because someone's forcing you to take things that maybe you don't want to take or like whatever. And so like, obviously I have to learn more and like, but I could, you know, it'll, so. But are are you providing like a structure for the people who are serving this underlord or underworld? I mean, is there going to be a place for these presumable street urchins or whatever to go to? Are you saying that the the poor should be ruled by a no 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 I'm not saying that at all I'm just want to I want to make sure that we're providing uh, uh, a service and not listen um, they leaving people without any kind of listen I mean, they could they could continue to steal if they want but you know what they could also do choose that for themselves. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough. That makes sense. And they could keep all their profits or put it into a community kitty and then, like, from there become, you know, a business of some kind with, that they could use as a front and then actually just become that business and then um, and then not have to steal anymore unless they love it, like some people do, I've heard. <laughs> so you're sort of like anarcho-communist, huh? That's what it sounds like. I don't know what that means. Kinsey. What? I just, it sounded good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe you know what those two words mean together. Well, they they aren't in the heat of the twin moons, so no. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, if it wasn't me, I would have believed that you knew what they meant. Good on you. Thank you. Uh... (laughs) No, it's not important. I'm just learning things about people today. Um, yeah, no, I guess if you want help, I'm all for it. And you have my gun. <laughs> oh, no, they're too loud, but... Um... No. I mean, I have a, I can get my poncho, too, maybe. You know, yeah. I don't going to make your gun quieter. Yeah, that's oh. true, but... <laughs> 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 um, but no, I, I just... I I laid a like I laid it out and it'll either come to me or it won't and I'm gonna do a little and then we'll see what happens. So should we I don't know, should we be staying in the same place or do we want to take some LRC tags that Pax is certainly sold by now and just communicate with each other through that? I mean what's the best way to do? Oh no, this this is um this is fine. I'll just tell them that I made friends with you. Oh, no, I mean, like, for communication, or I'll be... I guess if we're going to stay, I'm going to get a room. Um, I mean, probably... we should get rooms. <clears throat> yeah. So we'll just stay in the same place, then. Okay, that's what I was saying. I mean, I'll stay next to you. You're, I just, you're, it's going to be great to not have this... No, we can get separate rooms. I mean, I was just, I wanted to make sure. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. I saw a great deal on a room with a balcony. I'm going to go get that. <laughs> I hope they have two. Well, hey, I'll Roland, see. can you pay for mine? Yeah, of course. Cool. I assumed that's why you hand me all the money you get. Yeah, no, I just meant like I wanted one too. Oh, of course. Yeah, sure. So I go get some hotel rooms and also the stealth drone to sell to this man. And then I'm going to be a, a, just like an engineer 
<laughs> so you Almost all want, like a real job, isn't it? You all uh, want separate premium rooms with balconies. Well, uh, I mean, no one else really expressed any interest in a balcony room. I did. That's not true. I don't recall that. <laughs> They're with you. So <laughs> I don't need a balcony room. I do need a room with an exterior window. Okay. Uh, exterior if... meaning out. Yes, no, I, I understand. Not, not outside the mesa, but preferably I, I inside. The, you okay. want to be on an exterior wall in case. I get it. I just need a second for, uh, way to leave. <laughs> sure. Okay. If there is only one room with a balcony, I'm getting it for me. <laughs> if there's more than one, I will get Kinsey his own room with a balcony. All right. So the premium yep. rooms cost three spurs each. Uh, and that gets you for a week, and then it's two spurs per week after that. Great. <clears throat> I will... So how, how many balcony rooms am I paying for? Uh, two. One for okay. you and one for Kinsey. All uh, right. Pax, Pax's room costs two because she doesn't want one of the, like, base, basically, like, economy rooms that don't have any, like, kind of windows or anything. Uh, so hers costs two. Great. She gets some amenities, but not a not a balcony. <laughs> I make sure to request a window, which I guess by definition is on an exterior wall. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Roland and Kinsey, you guys get the premium uh, suites. Uh, it's a nice uh, two-room um, uh, hotel room. Um, it has its own, like, bathroom, basically. And, uh, and then like the, like sleeping chambers with like a little kitchenette that are all in one room. And then attached to that, that little, like, uh, the sleeping chambers is, uh, one of those balconies that you saw from outside, uh, where you can step out and it's kind of a, a semicircle. Roland, you step out, you look, you see the badlands out, out stretched in front of you. You can actually see like the direction from whence you came. Um, uh, the sun is now starting to set, so it's like that beautiful, like purpley, like twilight color. The sand is like blowing around, kind of making like, uh, like almost like dancing as it kind of swirls and like little like dust devils around. And you kind of like breathe it in. And you hear the hustle and bustle of the of Tobias Station behind you. It kind of almost feels like you're in a city. And then uh, something hits your nose, and it's like a sharp like smoky feeling and right beneath you uh smoking a cigar is kinsey <laughs> uh, and you hear you hear uh <laughs> you hear oh baby baby <laughs> uh joey rivers just kind of like trickle up towards you with the smoke as Kinsey is uh, lounging on his balcony. Tell me how you want it to be. <laughs> Listen, baby, cause I need to know now. Oh, my noise canceling earbuds. <laughs> gonna crunch up a tech cube and make a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fan that's like blowing the, the smoke away from you. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Pax, you get to your room. Uh, it doesn't have its own uh, own bathroom. There's a communal bathroom in the hallway. Um, but there is a, a window. When you go and you open it up, it doesn't actually look outside. 
it looks over the trading bazaar. Oh, perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. That's and, why I requested that. And you think and you think if you had to shatter this window and jump, you could probably make it to that catwalk over there. I could just shatter the window and walk away. Also that. Most of the interior of Tobias Station is metal. <laughs> and that's where we'll end tonight's session. <laughs>